0: Hey everybody, my name is Justin Murphy, and this is the Other Life Podcast, where I talk with indie creators, digital hustlers, and unique internet personalities about how to escape from institutional conformity and succeed on the internet instead. To learn more about the Other Life Project, go to otherlife.co, that's otherlife.co. And if you like what I'm doing, I just have one quick favor to ask please go and just leave a review in iTunes. It really helps others find the show, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and a big shout-out, especially to my patrons. I could not do this without you all. So, thanks. And now, on to the show. All right, welcome, everybody. The Other Life Podcast, boom, here we are live from Austin, Texas, the infamous dystopian cyberpunk collapse of institutions that is taking place here is unprecedented. We will get there. We will talk about that a little bit, but we have a different concept for this week's live show. We got Ben here hanging in the wings. He's running the tech. Hey, He's on the hot I'm mic. You'll, you'll be able to hear him. Yeah, I received an interesting comment from one of the commenters that suggested since we're really trying to grow the channel, we're really getting serious about this. The commenter said, if you really want to grow your YouTube channel, what you need to do is start beefing with people, you know, do reactions and provoke people like big YouTubers. And the problem with that people is I just, I don't listen to silly children on the internet. I don't, I don't really care. I don't pay that much attention to who the popular YouTubers are. I don't know what's fashionable. I don't know what's going on. I like to read big old books and I like to write and I just, I'm not I'm not young anymore. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the in the hip world of the internet youth culture. So what we do instead is I'm going to get Ben to just throw some things at me, some interesting things that he thinks I might have a reaction to. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to basically let Ben share with me some things and I'll give you my opinions or I'll just comment on it organically. So I don't know what he's got prepared, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to take the advice of the commenter and we're going to try to we're going to try to engage the the contemporary pop culture a little bit more. We'll see how this goes. I don't know if this is going to be interesting or fun for you all. I don't know if it's going to be fun for me, but we'll we'll see. All right. So that's the game plan. Ben's got some some videos and images and, and some web pages that he wants me, he wants to get my opinion and my reaction on. And hopefully this will somehow magically help grow the channel. I guess the idea is. What's the idea, Ben, that like those other people will respond to me or people will make clips of the video? Well,
1: the idea,
2: yeah, there's going to be clips. It's going to be bigger draw to you, your brand, so I can get more subscribers to the podcast.
0: Right. uh, So if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard people from the previous shows last week, we are doing a challenge where I told Ben that if he could double my subscriber count on YouTube currently have about 10,000, by the way, we just crossed 10,000 subscribers. Thank you all. Thank you all. Very good. Thank you, Ben, for all of your help. But I told Ben that if he could through his editing skills, increase the subscribers by two X, if he could double the subscriber count to 20,000 in the next three months, I would give him $5,000. And I mean that that's a straight up promise. That's an offer. Uh, so far we have some work to do. (laughs) We, We had a good week, but last week was not quite We're not quite on track to hit that 20,000 mark in three months when Ben graduates. So uh, we'll see, but that's, this is why we're trying new things, people. This is why we're being creative. We need to uh, really pull out all the stops and see if we can grow the channel faster because what we're doing currently, it's not hacking it. So this will be the episode where I try to engage with contemporary YouTube pop culture. So what else? I got some other news. I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on in Austin, Texas. It's pretty crazy. It's it's very it's insane. Yeah, it's pretty insane here. We have some crazy stories, like a power line near Ben's house exploded, no, yeah, we almost exploded died, like multiple uh, times. Barrett thinks they're they're being assassinated. They're trying to be someone's no, trying I to assassinate mean, them.
2: Seriously, um, it's not even a
0: joke. Yeah, there's like no food on the grocery store uh, shelving. It's <clears throat> it's pretty wild. And um, yeah, we got some other news. Like Ben's got a new internet girlfriend. I gotta <laughs> blow up his spot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know we'll talk about some other things and we'll also have some time for a QA and a if people want to throw some questions at me, all super chats in this video will go directly to Ben because Ben has not, I'm not paying him very much right now. So uh, if you want Ben to be able to eat some tendies, then you got to uh, <laughs> throw down some super chats. Oh. I promise all all super chats go to Ben. I'm not taking, I'm not skimming off the top. Ben, can you confirm did all the super chats from last time go to you? Yeah, I confirm.
2: Yes. And thank you so much again, everyone. There uh, you go. Last time. Yeah, we, we, uh, we spent it well, right? We got some. What do we get? We some got attendees. We beans. got a lot of attendees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a little Valentine <laughs> cookie uh, tray. It was very nice. All right, Ben,
0: you're in. You're in charge here. Hit me with what? What All are right. we? What are we reacting to? So
2: here's what. Here's what I got for you, Justin. Here's what I'm going to throw at you. Um,
0: Put on my glasses like an old yeah. Bed. Can you
2: see? Yes. Can you see what I'm? Okay. So you ready? Yeah. All right. You, you asked for it. So this is a first up. Um, anti-racist baby okay this has kind of been circulating on in the twitter verse i saw uh the last week i mean i I've, I've been aware of this for a while i remember actually like being in a physical target store and seeing this like in the books se- in the kid book section um okay so this is a book yeah it's a, okay just show me show yeah. me the cover enlarge it And And it's like a series. There's multiple. There's like uh, I think Joe Rogan kind of talked about this a while ago. Yeah, he talked about it with uh,
0: Jeffrey Miller. Dude, you can't give me like Joe Rogan bottom feeder shit.
2: No, 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 because this is this is new. This is new. Oh, okay. Give me the new one. Show me me the new one.
0: I'm just busting your balls, man. I'm not. I I don't actually get like mad at all. All right. Um. All right. Blow that baby up. No pun intended. Well, don't actually (laughs) don't actually blow it up. All right. Um. All
1: right. So June 16,
0: 2020. Go ahead. Zoom out just a little bit. By Ibram X. Kendi, and the book is called "Anti-Racist Baby." Mm-hmm. For people who are listening just on the podcast audio only, I'll describe this for you. It says illustrations by Ashley Lukashevsky. Does it say? Uh, shout out to these people, and it's a picture of a a baby on the chest of a man. These are uh, people of color, and just says "anti-racist baby." Okay. So that's just the beginning. All right. What else do you have to share with me that I need as context to give you my okay. reaction to this?
2: Well, let's yeah. Let's zoom. I just I more so than anything, I just sort of want your aesthetic critique of like the artwork <clears> and what you think of like the depiction of. Okay. I don't even know what this is really. The, you know
0: what this is called? This is called flat design. Okay. This is yeah, what tell e- me more about. This, this, this is what Eli Schiff has been uh, on a tirade against. Okay. This is the style of illustration that is dominant in all of Silicon Valley right now. And and kind of all commercial culture right now. It's like blob people. Everyone has to be blobs. Can you zoom out a little bit? Yeah, sorry, I was just
2: trying to get like okay. Just get every capture it all. But just, yeah. so what are yeah, we looking at it, here? So the, we're looking at I guess it's a page, maybe page four of the book. Um and so it's, it's like
0: an illustrated book. Are yeah. There, are there it's, words it's, or is it just pictures? There are words. But it's is it's supposed to be read by a baby. It's like, supposed to be read
2: for children. Are I you think. supposed to
0: are you supposed to read it to a baby? Yeah, like bed Or is the baby story. supposed to read it? I think both, maybe. Okay. I think yeah, the goal is to get the child to say that all this right. Stuff. So we're looking at an example page. Just leave it on this. Mm-hmm. It says four, presumably that's like a chapter four. Shout. There's nothing wrong with the people. Okay. Even though all races are not treated the same, we are all human, anti-racist baby can proclaim. All right. And the picture is, it's, it's kind of four couples, each of whom have a baby in their arms. And the first one is two black women with a a black, that's a woman. Oh, so I don't know. I don't think you can, I'm being total. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just, uh, I might be mistaking things. Let me, let me go slow. Okay. So the first one is, I think one is clearly a woman. Uh, and then really
2: what indicates the woman here? Uh, it's
0: earrings like feminine. Earrings. Really? Uh, it looks just feminine yeah. features. Yeah. Anyway, zoom yeah. out. All right. All right. Sorry. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm just taking my best okay. guess. Um, Zoom out. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. And uh, so, the, so the first one is, is uh, a couple holding a baby. Then, then, then the next couple is, this looks like a lesbian and multiracial couple. And why? Is it what's, you laugh? <laughs> well, because what's interesting about this one is the baby. I can't tell if the baby is white or black or kind of looks orange a little, not going to lie. Uh, does it have looks, boobs? Um, no, I think that's like chubby baby. Arms. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So, I uh, zoom out. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is, um, a man and a woman, woman is wearing a hijab, uh, <laughs> and they're both people of color One, the man is bald. And then the, se- <laughs> and then the, fo- the fourth and final one looks like Asian, Asian, <laughs> Asian couple man and woman with the baby on, on the dad's shoulders. Okay. Oh, the tattoo. You missed that. Uh, with a tattoo. Okay, yeah. So zoom out. Alright, so, uh, right, g- sure. so this is a kid's book. Alright, let me gather my thoughts here and give you my actual opinions. This is a kid's book. You know, I don't think there's anything bad about trying to teach kids to, you know, not be racist and, you know, there are people of different sizes and colors and, you know, it's it's all good. Be be nice to everyone. I, I think that's a relatively healthy message, uh, <laughs> but I feel like the Okay, my take on this book is that this is clearly adults writing a book to impress other adults and the chi- the children <laughs> involved in this book are just being used as like a weapon basically for people to grind their own political axes is what it seems like to me. So m- the main critique I would have of this book is that kids don't give a shit about <laughs> like this is not going to be entertaining or fun for the kid. Kids want to see, you know, dinosaurs and they want to see, you know, if it's a boy, they want to see like cars and robots and dinosaurs fighting, right? Uh, And if it's a girl, they want to see, you know, um, pictures of of fairies and shit like that. That's the stuff that actually gives kids pleasure and interest and excitement and it exercises their imagination. So my critique of this would not even be political. Like, I think it's, frankly, I mean, for a little kid, probably if you're going to give them any kind of socio-political conditioning, I think like a generic, lukewarm like everyone is equal get along with everyone and love everyone the same kind of attitude or message is probably the healthiest one to give to a baby yeah so, remember
2: everyone poops
0: <laughs> no, oh really no. that, that was dis- like the original that one. sounds disgusting no that was here, actually- just leave it up so i can leave oh. it up so i can look at it okay. so um yeah my critique here would be that this is gonna make babies bored and and disappointed with life so what you really want to be giving kids Is something that's going to exercise their imagination. That's going to inspire them to like excrement to, uh, to imagine wonderful worlds and to, to to conceive of new possibilities. This is just adults signaling to other adults that they're woke. So that's, that's the main problem with this is not the political content, which I think is relatively whatever fine, but uh, kids don't want to read this. And it's not clear to me whether you're going to read this to the kid, or if the kid is going to read this, because here's the thing. There's not really a story. You need a story. This is like literally sloganeering, well, like to to tell the kid to shout. There's nothing wrong with the people. Mm-hmm. Like kids don't want, like babies don't want to go to a protest march. They don't know what that stuff is. That's just boring to them. So that's my take on this. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this flat design. I'm not a yeah. fan of the blob people that is all over the place and ubiquitous in contemporary like commercial illustration. But you know. I'm not scandalized by the political content. I think, you know, you, you know, what, what are you going to give babies some like super edgelord red pilled, like human biodiversity stuff about like IQ differences and shit? Like that would be stupid too. I wouldn't want to give a kid that.
2: That's kind of, I mean, that was sort of one of my uh, first thoughts, initial thoughts coming across this. I was like, wow, like they have all this anti-racist baby, woke baby, feminist baby. I was like, and on your brand, it's like, where's the based baby? yeah like could you oh be you the could guy? do that yeah, yeah. you could, could you
0: be based baby you could author? do a whole line of books on yeah. on based baby what's the super chat squeeze that in real quick um, why don't you let's do it okay
2: this is from a green glass full five dollars thank you so much very generous oh where's barrett uh, say hi to him for me. Peter from California
0: here. Barrett is chilling with his e-girl his quirked up shoddy from, uh, Vermont who is visiting Austin, Texas. Um, but this gives me a good opportunity to share with you that also Ben here has found up his own quirked up e-girl. And I'm very, very proud to say that it's in large part due to the podcast. So even though I'm not paying Ben in money, I'm paying him an e-girl clout. <laughs> ben, li- <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not kidding folks, by the way, Ben literally oh. is DMing with a girl Uh, who lives, well, I don't want to blow up anyone's spot, but she lives. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. She, she, she lives elsewhere. She does not live in Austin. Okay. Uh, But she's going to be coming here because they're, they're, they're having extremely romantic uh, (laughs) chats and DMS. So uh, I'm, I'm very proud of that. I told Ben a week ago, Ben, (laughs) look, I might not be able to pay you money for a while, but I, I bet you anything. I promise you that as we grow the podcast and the YouTube channel, you're gonna get e-girls sliding into your DMs. And that's that's my payment to you. Yeah. And it's happening already. Isn't that right, Ben? Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. It's very
2: strange. It's very, yeah, kind of surreal. I mean. Yeah.
0: I hope she's cool. I look forward to meeting her. Yeah. You're gonna bring her here. Maybe she'll be game to do the podcast. Oh, but, yeah. But um if she's smart, she better put a ring on you, ASAP, yeah. because <laughs> as this podcast grows, there's gonna be more e-girls sliding into those DMs yeah. of yours. So I hope she's aware of that. In any event, all right. So that's where Barrett is. He's 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 hanging with his e-girl, uh, who is very nice, by the way. I like her. Her name is Sierra. Well, I actually just recorded a podcast with Barrett and his e-girl uh, a couple days ago. It was a good podcast. It was pretty. It was pretty good. You're good. So this is why you need to subscribe to the podcast on your phone. So not everything that I make goes on. Not everything I make goes on the YouTube channel. Stuff. Some stuff is only on the audio. So uh, yeah. Shout out to Sierra and Barrett and yeah, uh, we sure. will tell Barrett that uh, you said hi, Peter, from yeah. California. Yeah,
2: thank you, Peter, again.
0: That's very Any nice. other Super Chats or should we carry on um, with our agenda? Yeah, no agenda? Super Chats,
2: yeah, let's, we can go ahead. I think people are requesting in the chat that we
0: move on. All right, let's okay. do it. Um. Okay,
2: so next on the list, let's see. All right, I guess I'll do it by popular demand. We got a request for this, so I'm gonna go to it now. So this All right. man Whom? This know. is a
0: very popular request. Okay. Um, you just have the, to yep. So people have been telling me to talk about vouch for a long time. Is that how you pronounce it? Vouch? I, I have no fucking clue. I've never I'm heard gonna of this roll person with it. until today. And I've always you know, I just don't have the time to look into random YouTubers. So Ben, can you please mm. give me the TLDR? Who is Vouch and <laughs> what what should I like respond to? Okay. Well, I, I just become aware of him today. Um, so
2: apparently he's a... These are not my words. This comes from a, a friend, a, a commie, fag. And uh, not that there's anything wrong with either of those things, but I guess. Does he self-identify as a fag? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know because I since I know nothing about this person. Okay. I, I mean, uh, only from the brief sweep I did of like YouTube. But yeah, so here, here's my what, what I took away from it. So he looks like he's kind of he, I think, purports to be a libertarian socialist. I like he's it. A pro-democracy. Um, and he hates Elon Musk, and that was kind of what where I wanted to take because I know okay. you're kind of a Elon Musk well what, supporter. What's his take on Elon Musk? I think he just hates him, and that's the thing. Um, all right. I, so do you have a yeah, piece I have of a his clip. content for yeah, me to react clip. to? Excellent. You have a clip. And I want to get your um, hot take. So here we go. We're going to do this new cool thing I've never done before on air, um, and I'm doing it wrong. Um, here we go. So we're going to. Sorry. Oh, good. It's okay. It's an ad, anyway. I think so. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to share the screen. This and they crazy. should be hearing it. Well, not yet because I didn't share that. Uh, sorry. I see. Um, sorry, good.
0: everyone. It's all good. Ben is getting. Yeah, I'm just getting acquainted, getting acquainted with, with acquainted the with this technology. Thing. This is why I'm not paying him yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get good at it, here, I'll pay yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, All right. All Let's right. Let's see yeah. what we're, we're looking <laughs> at here.
2: Okay. Here it is. Get ready. Hold on to your seats. I just want to point out, you guys know Um, I
1: fucking hate Elon Musk, right? You guys know that I hate Elon Musk. Elon Musk was only able to do what he did because his father was born with a mine in a society that literally made black people legally inferior to white people. He profited off of white supremacy. He comes over here. His government's... uh, Sorry. His businesses are funded almost entirely by subsidies. He's an incompetent businessman. He's more of an Edison, but he robbed Tesla's name. Half of the shit he does is um, is fucking embarrassing on social media, and most of his propositions are high-minded fucking science driven um, uh, like vanity projects that are designed to appeal to the mentalities of fucking uh, Rick and Morty viewers and have no actual practical scientific applications. Anyone, anyone who hasn't watched um, Do Not Eat's Hyperloop video definitely needs to. Um, so Do Not Eat 01, who's like an engineering student or whatever, who I'm actually getting close to in subscribers, which is fucking terrifying, has um, had made this video on the incredible, overwhelming practical um, uh, impossibilities of the Hyperloop. It's unfeasibility, the the fact that it wouldn't fix shit. He goes over it on and on and on and on and on. And it's such a worthless project because the purpose isn't actually to fix any problems. The purpose is to make Elon Musk look like some sort of science demigod. He's a genuinely embarrassing
0: man, and I truly, truly hate him. Okay, pause it. Why is he... Okay, so... I don't know anything about this guy, Vouch, but the first thing I will say is that this is clearly a young man who is just dripping with resentment, just absolutely seething with resentment. This is a man who clearly just hates intelligent, ambitious men who do big projects over long periods of time. Because here's the thing. You can say whatever you want about Elon Musk, but the guy sets very ambitious goals and then he works hard to get them, and has been making tangible progress on those goals against the skepticism of huge, huge swaths of haters and skeptics. So who knows where any of that goes? I'm not like an Elon Musk. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, stan. I'm not. I'm not like a stan of Elon Musk or are like some kind of fanboy or anything like that. But here's what I will say: any self-respecting, ambitious man who has a healthy attitude about himself and the world, will always, when they encounter another ambitious, intelligent man trying to do big projects, you will never talk down that person. You will never try to chop away at another man who's trying to pursue ambitious long-term projects. You just don't. You just don't, unless unless you're resentful. Everyone is, you know, all serious men are trying to do something big and long-term and difficult and challenging. And the only way you would talk like Valsh is talking about Elon Musk is if you have this kind of just deep seated resentment towards uh, other successful men, whereas like really healthy, ambitious men do not ever try to chop down other men in the middle of trying to do what they're trying to do. That's my attitude. So will Elon Musk get us to the moon? I am i can't be sure. Will Elon Musk achieve full self-driving cars? I can't be sure. But I generally, I generally like to see other smart men trying to do the biggest, most badass projects they can. And when I see that, I'm generally like, okay, right on. I, I wish you the best and I hope you succeed. I just don't see why you would have this kind of seething attitude of, oh, he took government subsidies and, oh, he's a fake scientist. Like, imagine being this guy. Go to that picture of Roush right now. Yeah, I have Or Valsh. What is that? Go to that picture. R- Roush is cool. Um, let me. Get All right, there. we got to work on this. Well, I got we, we only gotta do work, one at a time. We got to work on our good. flow. It's okay. All right, yeah. So this is good. Zoom in on that. So imagine, imagine, imagine being, imagine being this guy, okay? Imagine being this guy and calling Elon Musk a a fake, a poser, a wannabe, a a, a, a pseudo intellectual or pseudo scientist. I mean, cut me a break. You just you got to respect other men trying to do their own thing and that's one of the biggest signs that's one of the clearest signs of you being a genuine decent man trying to do your own thing like uh, you, it, this person should not be talking down to Elon Musk even if even if Elon Musk ends up failing even if Elon Musk you know is not able to to succeed in his goals at least he's trying so that's what i would say honestly I mean, a few substantive responses to what he was saying about Elon Musk. There's this idea that Elon Musk just ab- abuses government subsidies. This isn't completely true. This is worth clarifying for people. So, what he does is he's clever and he he uses the the, the carbon emissions policies. So you're allowed to trade carbon emissions. So because he's doing electric cars, he basically is able to accumulate uh, credits in this in this uh, tradable carbon legal system that they have arranged. Okay. So then what he does is he, he, he does get these credits through government subsidies on some level. And he sells those credits to other companies that are less energy efficient. So what are you laughing at? So oh, much? nothing.
2: <laughs> no, it's not funny. No. So,
0: I mean, I do not, this guy says you cannot fast travel when enemies are nearby. I, like this guy, vouch, I don't know. I think this guy is oh. someone who is a little bit too high on his own, like internet, clout. And what this guy probably realized is that if you just resentfully criticize famous, ambitious scientists and engineers and founders and entrepreneurs, you get a lot of clout on the internet. Because this guy, vouch, who is his audience? His audience is probably, you know, uh, a lot of resentful kind of left-leaning people mm-hmm. who just hate people like Elon Musk. Because what Elon Musk really represents is that if you have a big, crazy idea that could change the world, even if no one else believes in you, if you just work really, really fucking hard and organize pe- people and capital in a certain way, <laughs> you can actually make progress on goals that everyone else says is impossible. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of people on the left who just resent that. <laughs> so, do we have any any comment, like comments or questions? Um, yeah. So, or, or tell me like something else I should, uh, Oh, we got a super what, chat. What from, else is there to say here from Mateo? It's it. What is
2: that? That two, they're three, flashing four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 gorillas, 12 monkeys. I get it. Oh, that's cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thank you so right. much. Mateo. What else should I talk about this Vouch guy? Give me something else um, specific. Uh, keep playing the video. Okay. Oh,
2: you want to go back to the well here, let me give you a new video. It's kind of a segue okay. It segues nicely into the, the last topic, I guess, of the hour. Let's see. So we'll get rid of this vulgar, disgusting image. Sorry, everyone. Um let me get back to you.
0: Also, this guy should work out. I mean I, I have no disrespect for for for. Well, I mean look for, at her. what about his e-girl? Is, look at is his, his quirked up
2: shoddy. Yeah. Here, let's, is, let's let's talk like, about that for a minute. Is he dating her? Yeah. That's his quirked up shoddy that he met on the internet. Dude, in you should DNA. not have
0: you should not have your quirked up shoddy showing their <laughs> boobs showing their boobs on the internet. I'm concerned about this guy's mental health. Uh if you get look, listen, listen, young men, if you if you are lucky enough to have a YouTube channel or a podcast that gets you e-girls off the internet who want to date you like (laughs) barrett and ben do not once they come to move in with you or be with you or marry you or whatever here's what you should not do do not (laughs) let them appear on your youtube channel with no shirt on that makes you a pimp and floozy all right that's don't don't no don't do that i don't know what's going on in that picture but (laughs) All right, so All right,
2: so here here's um, I don't know if
0: I would trust the judgment of a guy who lives like this. Exactly.
2: Well, that was that was kind of what I wanted to touch on with that, getting your take. Like is this guy even legit? Like like look at how he lives, look at his lifestyle. I don't know. Yeah, but this, guy's gonna, this guy's going to
0: this guy's going to criticize Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, look, yeah. say what you want about Elon Musk, but he is dating Grimes and I think Grimes is pretty cool, honestly. I kind of stand Grimes to be honest. Yeah. So I would say in terms of uh, Dude, in terms of in terms of getting e-girls, Grimes is like the queen of the e-girls. She came up on Tumblr. So basically, here here's what you need to compare. <laughs> hey, leave that up for a minute. Right. Here's what you need to compare: who's who's more alpha, who's more Chad? <laughs> this guy you're looking at here, Valsh, and his e-girl in the background there. No disrespect to either of them, but I'm just saying, <laughs> take take <laughs> take in this image: who's who's more alpha? This guy here, or Elon fucking Musk, who has three. Potentially world-changing entrepreneurial ventures at the moment. Well, you at Musk one time and has the queen of the e-girls making babies with him.
2: He's a sigma. He's not. He trends. He's he is yeah. a classic
0: sigma male, yeah. and I'm 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 here for that. So I don't know. Call me crazy, but I'm going to say Elon Musk is uh, kind of winning in this competition. <laughs> and uh, here's the here's the here's the other thing. Elon Musk is not on YouTube criticizing Vouch. If that's how you say it. So um, usually that's another sign. That's another sign. All right. So move on to the next scene or image or video you want me to respond to. Yes, Dude, see how the viewers are are up. People love this shit. I love it. It is true. Whoever gave me the advice that I need to start, you know, you're going to give me all my subscribers. (laughs) I'm going to have a home. I'm going to have food
2: to eat. It's going to be really nice. Thank you.
0: It's a game changer. So we're going to. I'm just getting it. warmed up, too. Yeah. I've never done reaction videos, yeah. honestly. How deep are you in that modello, by the way? Halfway. Are you baby. sponsored by them? No. Cute. No sponsors. No, no. Okay. Is that, is that wise? Not yet.
2: Let's, let's, okay, get sorry, it. Sorry. let's get it going. Here we go. All right. All right. So here's another um, kind of infamous. YouTube. So this is like, I guess, a recent. I don't know if it's recent. Let's see what the date on this. Uh, How do you. Okay. Oh. All right. October 2020, but anyway, this is apparently. Deba- oh crap! Sorry, I did the wrong. It's okay. Just thing. restart it. It's cool. Yeah.
0: All right. So here we're going to be watching. What is that? Vouch debating with Tim Pool. Tim Pool, another interesting cat. I actually, I don't. I wouldn't say I know Tim Pool, but I was a. I moved in similar circles with him back in Wall Street. I remember seeing him a few times at Wall Street. Uh, I'm sorry, Occupy Wall Street protests. Um, this dude wears a beanie in every single thing he does. Like, does he really think he's kidding anyone?
2: Yeah, well, I have no
0: disrespect whatsoever because, you know, my, my hair is thinning myself. So Same. no disrespect whatsoever. Shout it's out to high out. tea. We've Sh- got
2: our tea is just.
0: Yeah, exactly. Testosterone roof, is a yeah. bitch. So I'm not I'm not throwing shade. But like the only, you know who wears beanies more than anyone else is aging YouTube men. Like no, literally no one in the world wears a beanie that consistently not even like Eskimos. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I can. That's play the shit. Yeah. Okay. So here, actually,
2: we don't need that. I mean, you just hit on it, because that's what I just wanted to transition into this video, Uh, or not. So yeah, let's touch on this. So you actually did. You had a hot take about this. Yeah. Oh yeah, Um, I said it. This is what you said. You want to read it? No.
0: Let's go to the video. Okay. You just want to go to the video. All right. So we'll go to the video. Ben, every second matters. We need to keep the audience maximally entertained. All right. We cannot have any fluff. We cannot have any downtime.
2: Really. Here we go. Go back to
0: fortune, you fucking I'm gonna start a campaign. I'm going to raise as much as possible. I am not kidding. Can you give us some context? What is this? This is
2: Tim Pool getting de-hatted. D- oh, uh, someone de- pulls hat. his hat off. Okay, D- let's yeah, watch. Okay. I'm here for this. Let's this watch. This is from 2017, though. It's kind of re- but it's relevant insofar as I'm here for this. Your your comment on Twitter. So here we go. I'm yeah, going to as, as many
0: billboards go. as I can with the definition of the word bigot. I swear to God I'm doing this. Later tonight, I'm going to start on. a GoFundMe and I'm going to try and raise a million plus dollars to put billboards all across the country with the dictionary definition of the word bigot. <laughs> Do you see that? He's pissed. Did you see I've it? Yeah. That. Look at the look at the facial
1: expression. Down, matt, yeah, you my friend, oh, Pat, look at that
2: guy he has a beanie on two Ow, sorry yeah
0: millennial matt that's uh is like anyone surprised he's bald <laughs> like like is it a surprise no? to anyone but look like, no
2: you, you have to watch the whole thing here okay. right.
0: listen you understand that I understand. Don't fucking touch me. We Do you realize what these people have been doing to me all day? When yeah. they come to me and threaten me. And you want to come up to me and you want to grab my head. I just I just <laughs> want to take your head, that's all. Matthew Mulligan,
1: get the fuck back to your mother's house. <sighs> that, a that whole thing going Who are
2: those people? Antifa. Oh, okay. Go
1: back to your cat with your name Hitler. You fucking <laughs> scum. <laughs>
0: You want to know why the yeah. So these motherfuckers, so these motherfuckers can't fucking recognize me when I'm on the street. You want to take a picture of me so I'm easily identified. With? There's a no photos of me. Oh my god! Wait, pause it, pause it, pause it. Okay. I don't believe that for a, a fucking millisecond. No disrespect to Tim Pool. No shade whatsoever. I don't beef on this channel for, for no reason. But I, that's just completely not credible. Absolutely not credible. First of all, it doesn't make sense. Your face is recognizable enough. But also, guess what? The beanie itself becomes recognizable. So the be- the beanie becomes a distinguishing characteristic that people can spot a mile away. It's like being a, being an average looking bald man is actually like easier way to (laughs) hide in the crowd and be unrecognizable. It's the first reason that's not believable. But the second reason it's not believable is because I get it, dude, when you're aging, especially when you're trying to be a content creator and be an influencer and be all hip and cool and shit in the youth culture, bald balding is a painful thing. My hair is thinning. I'm there. I'm going through it, man. I feel you. It sucks. It really does suck to have your youthly boyish handsomeness falls through your fingertips like sand it's painful it's hard and especially in our in our youth driven culture where you know youthful good looks are are really prized it's it's i get it man i that is a far more compelling and believable uh motive for why you wear a beanie in literally every single thing that you do the final and third reason that just is not believable is that to this day, he still wears the beanie every single day on YouTube. Like, I've, n- I've literally never seen a video clip that he that he does without wearing the beanie.
2: Well, yeah, this is purportedly and it, the only one out there.
0: Yeah, so, so it, you know, maybe, okay, if it was like you only did it when you were on the street, maybe I'd give you the benefit of the doubt. But, nah, dude. Here's the thing. Guys, young guys, if you're out there, whether you're a YouTuber or you want to be a YouTuber or you're not, even if you're just a normal dude out there. You might go bald when you're older. It's okay. It happens. It's a part of life. Age gracefully and maturely. Don't try to live up to this bullshit, youth-obsessed, modern, liberal culture that we live in mm. where you have to be good-looking or you feel like you have to be good-looking. Yeah. No. If you're a man, be smart. Work hard on difficult projects you believe in. Read old books. Read long books. Write valuable and impressive essays and articles and books do meaningful edifying work and make that the thing that you stand on in your life and allow your looks to leave you because it's inevitable. And you don't want to be one of those guys who is constantly trying to look like you're still 20 years old or, you know, even younger. It's just, it's not good. And that's my advice. And that's another reason, by the way, young men, why you should get married earlier than later because your good looks will dissipate and it might happen faster than you think. And yeah, so no disrespect to Tim Pool, but I do not believe that for a single second. He clearly wears his beanie in every single thing he does because he's insecure about balding. And I know the feeling. I can say that with confidence because I feel it myself. My hair is thinning. It sucks. I used yeah. to be much more handsome. Whatever. Who who the fuck cares? Uh, you just got to deal with it. So yeah. I understand. I understand his true motive. But well, Tim, aren't you
2: come, talking from a place of privilege being an already married, happily <laughs> married man?
0: Nice. I like how you're going woke on me here. Oh, privilege. Yeah, no, I mean, privilege. Yeah. I mean, no, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I maybe. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, but, um. Go check it. But here's the thing. Here's the here's the, the thing. It would be one thing if a be- wearing a beanie every single day actually fooled the world and made them think you were young and handsome, but it's not fooling anyone. So it's like, that's why it's a bad move to yeah. wear the beanie or wear a hat. You see, honestly, this is a common thing. You see other people do this all the time, mm-hmm. too. Any content, any male, you know, middle-aged content creator, who makes stuff on the internet and has visuals of them. Anyone where you see they're constantly have a hat on, you just know that they're a bald and two insecure about it. So it's a really Mm. bad signal. It's a really bad sign. Just be a bald dude. Who cares? Joe Rogan. He's a good example, honestly, of someone who, uh, someone who owns it and uh, whatever, you know, like you should, you should be confident enough to stand on your accomplishments and be proud to have all of your sense of identity and self security based on your accomplishments and what you actually work on on a daily basis should be enough to make you keep your chin held up high. And uh, you shouldn't have to hide your, your, your thinning hair. I just that's I feel strongly about that.
2: Does that extend to like, I don't know, I'm sure you're aware of like that rift. It's like, the archetypal rift between like, I guess it's manifested on Twitter, like between like Kant bot, like the, you know, the whatever incel nerd and then like the bronze age pervert like doing physique posting and stuff like that where does that fit into okay this first of all
0: bronze age pervert is an absolute cuck because he never actually shows himself so he's probably a a, a, a meek oh, twinky oh, kind of weakling oh, i suspect i mean oh, why else would you only ever post photos of other buff men oh, right i, I mean know, he's he's anonymous know. right I mean, Bronzy. No, I mean, he's been doxed, right? We all well, know who he is. Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to go there. I, yeah. I don't care about doxing anyone. I don't, I don't do that shit. No. All I know is, all I know is that the pictures he posts is not of himself. He has a a pseudonym, so he's not confident in you know representing his own ideas under his own name. And two, he mostly posts photos of other men's physique. Mm. So I'm going to therefore infer that he himself is a weakling twink who just. Uh, I don't know about that. Wh- I mean, he's
2: very influenced by like paglia and that kind of i guess that the feminine energy which isn't like gay it's like not the gay kind from my understanding it's not like homosexual
0: all i'm saying all i'm saying all i'm saying is if he wants to post pictures of his own physique and say hey this is me this is what i look like and he's got and he's buff and manly i will give him respect for that but until then I have no reason to believe like why should I just like assume he has the physique that he posts other photos of I mean his uh, just by his voice alone you can kind of tell like he is Oh yes, but team, anyone man. can make their voice uh, a little bit know. deeper no, if no, they no. want to Sorry I'm like insulting I'm insulting you Ben you seem sad that I'm like digging I don't know in I'm here a, here a, a big bit. BAP
2: guy man I'm a okay. big BAP fan so yeah All cool.
0: right well I'll pull back a little bit look That's all right, Look no. whatever I get it I get it um, I'm just saying okay here's the thing Ben let hear me out <laughs> no. I, I I got nothing against Bronze Age Pervert all I'm saying is I'm not going to go out of my way to give like extra respect to someone who, whose own identity and whose own Mm. person and whose own body and whose own, you know, life. I don't know any actual factual details about No, yeah. So on the internet, I have a general tendency to like, I, I assume people are empty losers Mm. until I have evidence otherwise. So I, I, you know, I've I've spoken positively about Bap's project and I have a certain respect for what he's doing. And I'm, I'm, you know, so that's all good. But, uh, I'm not like, I don't I, I don't see why I should uh, like f- go over the top and trying to uh, <laughs> like assign respect to someone who is like super secretive about who they are. Yeah,
2: sure. Just, I don't know. So, I don't Amen. know. So that's, that's,
0: that's all based. I like that's it. all I got. No, that's great. All right. So what's okay. next?
2: So you want to continue on? Because I mean, you I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Can we just continue? So you yeah
1: one of my comrades i have made this very clear several times <laughs> <laughs> and the reason i do this is because no one knows I, it. I don't have my hat nazi.
0: i just lost my hat yeah it's different for you dude i have people sending me death threats i do too right because you're a nazi so you want to come to me someone who's not fucking with you at all and you want to lay your hands on me I just, okay pause it this is like the most schizo scene I've ever watched. Cause you have these, you have it's these like two, good. this two, is amazing. So you have these two balding soy boys fighting over their hats being removed. Meanwhile, you have an equally schizo like Antifa woman yelling at them both through this blow horn or megaphone, whatever it's called. Um. So I saw his head. I saw Tim's head and he's balding. Who cares? It's what I guessed. No big deal. Everyone guesses it. The more you wear a beanie, the more people guess it. <laughs> Fine, dude. dude, honestly, if I was bald and I was really insecure about it, I would get a legit wig. Probably. <laughs> Why hair transplant. He's or probably hair transplant. Yeah, well, that's what Elon Musk did. Yeah. Well, hair transplants are expensive, but he's got he's money. A, Timple's, yeah, Timples crushing it, man. Just get a fucking hair. There you go. Wait, wait. To so go slow and look at the, his facial expression when he gets super angry. Oh, he gets angry like real quick. He go. It goes from a smile to 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 absolute rage. Watch this. Watch this. Keep going. Keep going. Look at that reflex too. Yeah. Instant grabbed it. Yep. Go. Stop. That is the look of death right there. He looks straight in the guy's eyes. The other guy's smiling. He knows. He knows the sin that he has committed, and Tim Pool is giving him the absolute stone cold death glare like dude how could you do this to me how dare you and now they're about to get yelled at by some like schizo antifa woman on the megaphone that's the best part that's meanwhile look at that other guy in the background look at the fat guy taking taking pictures of just the whole thing like this is just the most schizo scene ever it's great though this is amazing um all right is there more to watch or is Ah, that kind of that
2: was it that was basically essentially it. yeah we're done all right that.
0: so what do we have what's the next item to react to oh, Man, well, whoever, whoever told us in the comments that we should do reaction videos thank you for yeah, the good advice because our views are oh, up really. like are up like crazy yeah, people right love now. this stuff ben this real quick fan. by the way my wife is going to see her family yeah uh in march mm-hmm. for like a week wait what what time in march um we'll talk later uh, the okay. point is i think you should come over and we should do some extreme oh con- yeah content creation oh yeah Like, do live streams every day or something. sure, yeah, every day. We could do multiple. What else do we got? We could
2: just do, we could do like a, yeah, like a whole, just like a 24-hour, like no sleep, no, just like, I mean, oh, okay, here's the segue. You said you wanted to do meth, so. We could get meth. We could do meth. Yeah, that would be fire. We'd be up for a week doing just live streaming.
0: Yeah, because apparently... Recreational so the, drugs are coming into vogue finally among the educated literati. Yeah.
2: So here's what spurred this conversation, right? It was this article. Let's uh, let's pull this
0: up. Yeah. I am so here for this guy. This is Carl Hart, right? The Carl, guy who Hart, yeah. the Columbia yeah, University Columbia professor, professor so. who does drugs, including Met. heroin. heroin that, he does right? heroin. Yeah. But you I am so you wanna, here you, for you this guy? The meth guy. I am so here for this guy. No, this guy does meth too. So it's that man. No, next it's to Jamie Foxx um. No. Wait. Oh
1: fuck! Is that
0: dude? Dude. Okay. Let's let's chill. Let's let's chill.
1: <laughs> I. Thought
0: that, you literally I, thought that was I, okay. I, that's I, an honest mistake. That's an honest mistake. No. 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 So oh, no, God, no, no, no.
2: Fucking cancer. No no, no.
0: no. Chill. No. No. Chill, dude. That was an. I can tell you that was an honest it mistake. Was, Just relax. All right, it's all good. I'm sorry. No. So that fuck. dude. That dude. God, the black dude. It. The black dude is Carl Hart. He's a Columbia University professor, and this guy, absolute king, does drugs a lot and writes about it, honestly. And this guy is my new role model. I love, I love this. Uh, this guy is ge- changing the game. Uh, I don't know how much, how many of you would have noticed this or followed this, but like when I was a professor, I used to do drugs and I would write about it publicly and I got in trouble You know, I got reprimanded for that. But this guy, this guy is changing the game. He's got a book out and he basically talks about how, you know, he's a, he's super smart dude, su- super successful, you know, career, uh, intellectual professor. Uh legit dude, cool guy. And uh he straight up says he does heroin sometimes for fun. And awesome. I think that's super badass. Good for him. Man. I think I was a little I was a little too early. I was a little I was a little ahead of my time. Was it actually not, actual? not to toot my own horn, but like I, I posted videos of myself tripping on mushrooms in Amsterdam. I posted videos of that on Instagram and I got reprimanded. Uh, but this guy did the right thing, which is you you put a lot of research into it and you really make it part of your own research agenda and then you can get away with it and, and good for him. Absolutely. Okay. So
2: he snorted a small amounts of heroin for as many as 10 days in a row and enjoyed it mightily.
0: Um, yeah, I bet he did. I, I don't fuck with heroin. I have, um, people who are close to me, like in my family, I've close family members who, got fucked pretty hard yeah. by the opioid epidemic. So I, yeah. I don't touch heroin and oh, I'll never touch that stuff. Fine. But, um, meth is fine though. But I think. Good like, for this guy. Yeah. If this guy can do some heroin here and there for fun, yeah. all the power well, to him. You know, I mean,
2: yeah, mutual friend of ours actually kind of touched it. I think there's like, there's this thing that some people do like <laughs> recreational heroin users is like, as long as you can do it, like in spaced out, um, like, uh, across three days, like you do a hit or whatever you do the shot and then you wait three days then you're fine. You don't get addicted to it. Okay. So if you can do that, I think you're fine. All right. And it sounds like if he's but he said ten days in a row. That's he yeah, said that's he that's does impressive. meth too. Well, if he does meth, so, maybe that counteracts it a bit. He does a lot of stuff with I mean like, my reaction to this is wholly um, positive. I just this think is great. Um, yeah, this is really cool.
0: Look, here's what I'll say throughout all of intellectual history, a lot of the greatest thinkers, artists, writers have done drugs. It's just a fact of it's a fact of the matter. So it is MDMA. I'm a huge critic of this kind of bullshit facade that you know uh professionalized over institutionalized intellectuals always try to hold up where they wear suits and shit and you know they would no I would never do drugs I'm a legitimate institutionalized professor I'm I'm I, I despise that entire uh you know ideology so this guy is completely smashing it and I'm here for that so yeah
2: that's awesome
0: yeah I don't have any funny I don't think I don't have anything funny There's to say nothing funny about this funny guy about because this, it's just really he's cool. just cool yeah, It's my is, opinion this is really um, now okay here's something I might say. Mm-hmm. Let me let me phrase this delicately. Maybe we could I do I do actually wonder if in a certain way it's a strategic advantage for him in this context to be a black person discussing this because I do think that as a highly successful, super smart, accomplished black intellectual and professor to I do think that probably at that level, at that perch that he's at, you can get away with saying that you do drugs because realistically who is going to criticize this guy for doing drugs as a, as an accomplished, super smart black man. You know, you, you can't really crit, like, I'm sure he gets criticism for sure, but you know, the establishment kind of prestige media, like no one at the New York times is going to write an essay or an op-ed about this guy being problematic because he's black. Right. And all the power to him, right. He's, he's worked super hard and he's super smart and he's been super accomplished. So he absolutely deserves the right to do drugs and should not be questioned for it. But, you know, you could imagine a situation where like a white professor did that. And you could imagine that, you know, if it's like a white male professor, you could imagine the New York times op-eds rolling in basically saying like, look how privileged this guy is. And, you know, this guy has, I think a strategic advantage at this moment in being able to articulate what he's articulating. And I'm glad he's doing it. What was so that? we're what pro you heroin got, then? What do you got that? No, I'm very, very anti heroin. Um, I don't know any. I've never messed with it. Maybe I can't we should speak put up to like it.
2: The, yeah, the, the, the
0: addict, but like can,
2: line or something like. For over if he to, can do it responsibly,
0: then I'll, I have nothing bad to say. Basically, we want to be promoting. What are you showing here? What are you showing here? I,
2: I don't know. It's like heroin use rising among young professionals. I thought that was relevant. I mean, not that this guy's a young professional, but I, I mean, if we're kind of indirectly, kind of um, supporting. Or promoting the use of heroin. Maybe it would be good to,
0: yeah, no kids don't it. do heroin no, at all. No, like if like, I were you get help now, if you, if you guys are if, having problems, look, I'm of the opinion that heroin is one of those super bad drugs that the risk is just too high. I literally personally would never touch it ever. Um, just cause I know too many people who, who have had their lives totally hijacked by it, including people in my own family. So I would never touch it, but, I mean, if this guy can do it periodically in small doses and responsibly without getting addicted or having his life messed up, um, then all the power to him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I would say, you never really know what's going on in someone's life. So this guy seems totally cool and smart, uh, and he's holding down to like a serious professional job. So he's got to have his shit together to some degree, at, at least minimally. But, um, be careful also, because sometimes people can be addicts and they, their life can actually be behind the scenes. Very, very fucked up. And they don't really show it, so I'm not saying that's true about this guy. I have no clue. I, I give this guy the benefit of the doubt. It seems like he's got to shit together more than well enough. But just beware, you know, when when you hear from friends, you know they dabble with X or Y or Z, and it's no problem. A lot of those people are just saying it's no problem, and actually their family's falling apart, their their personal life is falling apart. So beware of that. But look at this guy; he looks healthy. No, he he's looks a handsome awesome. chap who's I like hang out. killing it in his career. Um, would you do heroin with him? Would you? I heroin? would never touch it.
2: Would you do meth with
0: him? Um, I feel like meth. I would maybe try a small hit of just for the content purpose. You've never done meth. Like you've never done. Any I know sort people have like- done meth, and I feel like it's not as bad as. Well, heroin. have you done Adderall? Have you done? Yeah, definitely.
2: So you've done meth, basically.
0: Yeah, but yes, yeah, so, yeah, but like smoking it is yeah. some next level shit. Or yes, yeah,
2: smoking, shooting.
0: Yeah, I guess.
2: Have you ever shot anything? No, I okay. hate needles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. same. I would never do that. So um, yeah. All the power to this guy. Cool. I like it. This is great. Um, so we're getting requests to return to Vouch, Vush. Vish, Vouch, uh, return to Vouch. But um, do you want to you wanna go no back dude that, the return that yeah. return
0: to me yeah, yeah, is like that's that? like no, that's like trad nonsense. Yeah. Like they're oh, not telling not a, they're not yeah. telling us to go back to the topic. They're saying we should all be like vouch. Like um, oh, is that yeah. what it
2: is? So it's like embodying yeah.
0: yeah. Do we have yeah. any more content on the agenda? um we are also accepting uh, any questions yeah questions Uh, but i'm just asking ben have we maxed out your agenda yeah i'm sorry no no that's good dude no uh, it was great dude it was awesome you did a great job man oh thank you you did a fantastic job that's really oh do you see the video shaking oh that's
2: that's yeah that must be something's it must be this cord maybe here
0: no or maybe it's,
2: it's okay. Is it me? Yeah, it's me oh, making my leg. Fuck. Okay, no I'm problem. So sorry, no, it's, everyone. Cool. it's cool, man. Wow. We'll figure it out. I hope that hasn't been happening this whole time. I uh,
0: we'll figure it out, man. No worries. Okay. So all right. So uh no, Ben, that was a great job. Great things for me to react to. Awesome. We'll get better at this. It's yeah. all good. You'll get a little more nimble with the with the content manipulations. Yeah. Um, we can now turn to I got nothing but energy, and I still have half of this beer left, so we can do some QA. If people want to ask questions, I'll I'll answer anything or respond to anything. Maybe we could talk about some more intelligent shit now this was a mm-hmm. little this was fun actually i honestly i did enjoy it but uh maybe we could talk about some more interesting you know high level stuff and uh all super chats go to ben who i'm not paying right now oh yeah so this is my way of paying him i'll answer all of your questions for money and all the money goes to ben oh so true. yeah i got to take a leak though okay so maybe give some people time to answer questions ben why don't you sit here oh i don't, I don't want to just do there. it dude last time like funny little thing uh-huh. last time oh, i looked at the analytics. When you sat here, the views went up. I'm not kidding. The man. engagement increased. You don't have to if you don't want to.
2: Well, I mean, what would I even do? I just sit there. I don't have anything. No, you say, say something. You, you say.
0: say entertaining things. I have nothing. Tell to. them the story. Okay. Tell them the story about when we went to, um, when we were in LA uh-huh. and your dad took us to the magic. Okay. Just tell that story.
2: What? <laughs> All right. It was cool. Do you want story. to? It was it cool. I mean, I don't know if that would be cool to other people. All right, you don't have to. Whatever yeah. you can tell, whatever you want. Do you uh, want tell them about your e girl? Uh, I don't know if I'm at liberty to discuss that. I can talk
0: about almost dying. Um,
2: oh, yeah, tell them the story Austin. about how you yeah. almost died. Okay,
0: is that cool? I'll sure. be back in like 45 seconds. All right, yeah, okay. You don't have to if you don't yeah, want to. I mean, in okay,
2: 45 seconds. Yeah. I think I can sum up almost dying. Yeah. All right, um, hello, what's up? I can't see the comments or anything, but, uh, yeah, so I'm here in Austin and I've, uh, been living with Barrett Abner of contain. Oh, sorry. Barrett. Yeah. Good. Great guy at his, um, we we were sharing a house and we, uh, yeah, first- <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I'm very, uh, <clears throat> Jesus, here we go. Yeah, this is great. Um, it's very natural. This this feels great. So we feel like we were attacked or targeted because our, um, we're the only people In our neighborhood who lost power uh, from a a a a felled tree uh, that that hit a power line um, right outside of our our house specifically so it seems very directed it seems very um, like manufactured and planned and there was a huge explosion it was crazy there it was I I didn't see it I was asleep I slept through the whole thing but um, Barrett and his girlfriend uh, experienced this really scary uh, thing and then we just had to get the fuck out. And um, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Why?
0: What? <laughs> did, what story did you tell him?
2: Uh, I don't know. I think I, I, I really
0: fucked up. I really? <laughs> really? Fu- yeah, I really fucked up. Why? What did you say that was so bad? Uh, <laughs>
2: really? Did you say yeah. something really bad? Yeah,
0: I think so. Just now? Yeah. Tell me what it was. I can't. I,
2: I don't Really? Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. It's fine. I don't, maybe it's
0: not bad. Maybe no, I think you're bad. way too anxious. I think it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's all good. I'll Great. Yeah, man. All right. So, what do we got? The
2: views didn't really, the viewers yeah, didn't Yeah. Really see, yeah you, it, they went down, didn't they? No, not really. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know. Um. No super chats yet? Dude, people were people were throwing down super chats like crazy last week. Mm. All right, come on. Give me some good questions. I'll answer yeah, them I'm legit. So, uh, I'm feeling good tonight. I got I'll bring yeah, I'm bringing my right A game. Again. I'll give yeah, you some you fire fire responses yeah. for real. Thoughts on trans. Is it actually bio- no, we shouldn't answer if it's not know. super chat? Right, we can't be right. too we can't be too slutty. Oh man, there's some good questions, but I guess we can't talk. I'm that. so curious to what to know what you said that was so bad. I Can doubt I it was that bad. Yeah, ear. sure. <laughs> Is that a secret? I don't know. No. <laughs> oh, is that... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> dude, you're so paranoid. Uh, yes, you're, it's okay. That's true. That's no, a fact. Yeah, no, agree. no, that's not. I,
2: bad. I, have, I am like I, I'm on some kind of. Yeah, you're spectrum. on some shit,
0: dude. I'm on something, yeah. Um, okay. People are not throwing, <laughs> people are not throwing down super chats, dude. Yeah, if they you, don't
2: like. The, I mean, what do you
0: want? What do you want? From me? Honestly, though, uh, yeah. If people don't have questions that that, if, that they want a super chat, then we will just uh, call it a day. I, that oh, way we
2: missed a super chat we're saying from okay. from uh go back up let's see um i don't see it oh we did yeah there you go. oh thanks idiot tech
0: throw it up show it
2: um all so right So jared morningstar sorry jared yeah i feel awful about this so two dollars this is uh very generous um thoughts on hamilton morris and his show
0: all right unfortunately i don't know enough about this person i haven't really watched it i think i Encountered him maybe passively through something else. Uh, I know he does, I believe that this is the guy who does a, a show about drugs and exploring different drugs. Seems like a cool dude. Unfortunately, I don't have a good answer because I don't know enough about him. um Sorry, just got nothing. Uh, better to be honest than to manufacture something salacious and clickbaity, which I could do, but I don't want to succumb to that. So sorry, Jared, but thanks for the question, Jared. What else we got? I like
2: Jared's follow up comment. Uh, it's not for money but i think it's fun. it's
0: ben needs some heroin
2: for his work-life balance I, I really do yeah this isn't a joke um all right what else so you got, got? money for heroin uh we have uh, super um supers
0: um five dollars thoughts on absinthe thank absinthe. you for the five
2: dollars that's great
0: yeah I've, I've had some absinthe before i had absinthe in new orleans louisiana one time and it is absolutely disgusting absinthe absolutely disgusting I didn't take enough to supposedly you're supposed to hallucinate and kind of supposed to be kind of psychedelic. Ben, have you ever taken absinthe? No, never. I'd love to. It's absolutely disgusting. It tastes like licorice. I hate black licorice. Really? Yeah. Why you like that? I, I don't mind it. We'll My dad to, really maybe we'll it. get some absinthe and we'll do a live stream mukbang, like yeah. drinking a lot of absinthe. Yeah. Um absinthe. Um, so unfortunately, yeah. I don't have I don't have terribly good takes on that, but I do know that absinthe was fairly popular among early twentieth century mm, Findish intellectuals so uh i suspect it's probably a good supplement for people who are thinking reading writing and i would if someone presented it, if someone wants to come through austin come on the podcast and bring a bottle of legit absinthe uh i would totally take a bunch of shots and see what happens i do know that there's a lot of fake absinthe out there so um the actual psychedelic stuff is a is a is a proper is proper absinthe and i think that's increasingly hard to find is my is my impression so if anyone wants to bring, if anyone wants to come through Austin with some proper absinthe, we will get it done. All right. What else? We Is got? that legal? Uh, it's a, illegal in many places, but I actually don't know. You could probably make it yourself here. Mm. We should maybe find some homebrew recipes. Cool. Let's
2: do it. I'm done. Okay. We have another super chat from cute. Numina Um 99. It's very generous. Thank you. Yo, Ben, don't sweat it. We all know Barrett. You did good. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, that's very reassuring. And I really
0: appreciate that. Thank you. Cute. <laughs> I guess that means they could hear the they could hear. Yeah, what, probably. I don't know. Man. Thanks, Jesus. thanks yes. for the question. Okay. What else we got? Any others? No? Have,
2: um Oh, another. All right, another let's do one. this. Let's do from this from Cyprian late, Latewood. It says um, post
0: physique or actually hate on Vouch now. Well, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a physique poster, but I'm also not like a physique bragger. Like I don't really. T- it's not really my brand, so. The, I mean, the main reason I don't post my physique is because I don't want to be dunking on these bitches. I don't want to make anyone feel so, uh, you know, I think I would rather keep my physique to myself, but you're really swole. You really I wouldn't say pretty, that. no, I, you're pretty swole, I, swole, no, man. no, no. I'm really not. Uh, all jokes aside, I'm, I'm roughly healthy. I would say I'm, I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I could probably, I could definitely decrease my body fat probably should. I mean, when I was doing jujitsu three times a week for two years straight, I was like very lean and, and, uh, quite above average. Now, unfortunately at the moment, I'm probably more towards just like slightly above average in terms of health and, and physique. So now I'm, 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 I'm nothing to write home about at the moment anyway, but, uh, soon I might, you know, get on some steroids, might get some TRT. We'll see. Might get jacked super soon. If all of a sudden I get super jacked, you'll know why. (laughs) <laughs> I mean if my hair is already thinning, might as well yeah, go all out. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. but I don't want to hate on Valsh. I don't I have no hate for him. I just don't really understand the hatred for Elon Musk. I think mm-hmm. that this is just completely implausible. I'm no I'm not an Elon Musk stan, but I'm also just like why do people hate him so much? I think he's a an interesting dude who's also to his credit, you know, he's um he's a free spirit, he's a free spirit in that, you know, he he says what he wants and and he's willing to Buck certain trends, and you know, like buying Bitcoin, for instance. I have a lot of respect for that. You know, when you when you have a Fortune 500 company and you are making you know provocative, somewhat risky wagers because you believe in things. You know, I've I've I have a lot of respect for that. So, I think he's. I also, uh, frankly, I, maybe I am an Elon Musk stand because I think he's. I guess I do think he's pretty cool, honestly. Why? Well, it's all about the quality of the e girls that you attract, and he's got the queen of the e girls. So. You gotta respect. I put respect on his name. Oh shit, we have a... Um, what else we got? Oh wow, okay, we have a $5 from OG
2: Rose. Thank you, OG Rose, very generous. Oh, show it. Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Sorry? Okay, what is your favorite idea? Um, and also, Ben, you're only being targeted by bald men for your hair. <laughs> not, not sure, I'm fucking bald, I'm balding as well. So that's...
0: Yeah, we're like similar, you and I probably. Um, yeah. OG Rose, what's up, OG? I know OG Rose. Uh, he's a member of Indie Thinkers. Shout out. Oh, cool. uh, he's he's a quite a talented writer. So you can oh, nice. you can search his name and find some of his writings, both literary and philosophical. So thanks for the question, OG. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my favorite idea. Wow, that is such a massive question. So let me think about that for a moment and give you my honest answer. My favorite if i avi- my favorite idea. If I had to narrow down all of the ideas I like to one favorite idea, it would probably have to be at the moment right now. Obviously, you go through life and, and the, the idea that comes to mind when you think of your favorite idea is going to be different at different times of life. It would be hard to give you some kind of transhistorical answer that describes my entire lifetime. But at, all I can give you is at the moment, I would say it's Spinoza's idea that joy is the essence of ethics. I would say that's probably my my single favorite idea at this moment. To me, it explains a lot. And in terms of its leverage, it's one of the most high leverage, ethical, philosophical ideas. And by leverage, I just mean so many other questions about how to live fall in place from that. And for those of you who don't know, this, the way I would summarize this basic idea is just that you should not think in terms of morality, like what is obligated or not, you know, what, what, what do you owe other people or what are the rules of living the good life? That's all morality. And that's, that's a sad, that's a sad way to think about life. It's not the correct way to think about life. That's just going to make you weak and, and bitter and and sad, but you should think about simply what increases your joy. Uh, because the emotion of joy is basically the indicator that your own power is increasing and that actually you're only all you really need to do to live a good life and to pursue the truth and to pursue beauty and the good is to follow the path of whatever increases your own joy. and joy note is not some kind of selfish pleasure seeking which can turn bad right if you're just if you're just basically trying to trample on other people to get some kind of you know shallow material interest or something like that yeah, that can just lead to socio- sociopathy or or, or psych- psychopathy. So that's not the idea. But the idea is that if you're truly pursuing joy correctly and you understand that emotion and you're able to identify that emotion and, and pursue it, you're not going to be doing any harm to other people. You're going to be doing essentially innocent, beautiful truth-seeking practices and activities and flourishing more or less. And, and so I, I really, really like this idea that your only real obligation is to your own joy and to your own flourishing because it it is it allows you to have an austere commitment to living ethically it, allow, it allows you to take ethics seriously without being a dour heavy oppressive judgmental ugly censor or or police officer on other people so i think a lot falls falls from that basic idea if you just remember that joy the maximization of your own joy, correctly understood, which is a kind of internal sense of power. It's its your, it's a sense of your own potentiality increasing that you really, do, if you just optimize for that, everything else falls into place. That's Spinoza in ethics in a nutshell, in a very you know simplistic cartoonish way. And, you know, I think that's a very, very, very beautiful idea. That's probably my favorite idea right now. Great. Okay. We Not have a you. $10. All right. Super chat
2: uh, from agency is stored in the balls. Prospects on return of
0: the city state, and thank you so much, agencies. Prospects on the return of the city state. All right, let's think about this. So the city state is usually invoked to refer to the famous city states of ancient Athens or ancient ancient Greece. More generally, you might even say, uh, you know, the ancient Mediterranean, where there were many city states. But you can also think of Venice. This is usually what people have in mind when they ask about city-states. So I'm going to assume that's what you're referring to. I think that there is a plausible future in which cities start to bubble up from the internet. They first emerge in the cloud. This is an idea I borrow here from uh, Bology. And then they possibly find physical spaces and they manifest as cities or countries, or they might even manifest as kind of fractal distributed physical locations. So if you take like indiethinkers.org or the other life discord server or whatever, like if you have an internet community, if you're able to build it with enough intimacy and trust and confidence in each other, then you can also imagine buying property in different places. And that can mean buying a whole town in Georgia. Like I've talked about this town in Georgia that was up for sale last year for like a million dollars. You can occasionally find a, a town in the middle of nowhere for about a million dollars and buy like 20 buildings. That's possible. You could take an internet community and, and move to a locale where you all share as stakeholders in a, in a massive town, totally conceivable. But there's also an another interesting option because a lot of people don't want to move and you know, maybe you don't want to necessarily live and have to deal with like 50 other people who you know through the internet. Maybe that's not ideal for some reason, who knows? But you can imagine like I buy a house in Austin, right? Right. And maybe it's like a three-bedroom house. I buy the house in Austin. Maybe you, you're a fan of the show or a fan of the podcast and you want to buy a house where you live. Maybe you live in New Jersey or you live in California and you want to buy a, a three-bedroom house. And then we basically put these houses into like a trust or something like that. Uh, maybe someone comes out of the blue and they say, I have a commercial office building. I want to i want to add this to the trust. And so you could imagine a, a cloud-based community, let's call it a polis, if you will, a kind of mini digital polis that buys property in different places in a piecemeal way, ties it up legally in some kind of overarching legal structure, and then creates certain rules or systems or processes where maybe all of the citizens can go from each place to the other. You can visit, maybe it's a timeshare, maybe it's, who knows, you can, you can think of different ways of engineering it. And and I think that that could get you pretty close to what people think of as city states. I could imagine a not too distant future where there is in the United States a large set of mini policies, and they would at, in the early stage, in the medium term, they would be within the power of the of the U.S. sovereign. But you, I think you could even imagine a situation where the microcosmic polities expand and become more and more significant and more and more effective so like look at austin right now so we're in austin texas we're in all and uh there's this recently total crisis where people haven't had a heat people don't have food people don't have people there have now been some cases of people dying it's crazy yeah. like civilization just collapsed no, in it, austin texas yeah. literally it's really and the end of the world yeah it's pretty crazy and uh i'm lucky terrible. by the way like that's why we're streaming here like for some reason god has smiled upon me and our house has not lost yeah. any electricity or heat or water or anything. So what does that um, say about us? Is that
2: the devil? <laughs> like
0: I don't, who knows? Really but oh, my point no, is no, that no, you could imagine in this, moment. in this type of, in this type of context. So listen, listen, to this. think this through. What if I owned a massive plot of land in Austin, Texas with that, that we built up to be totally self-sufficient. So it had like generators, maybe it had like its own solar panels. Maybe it had its own wind turbines. And it was all like kitted out mm-hmm. to be completely self-sufficient, right? And then this happens in Austin, Texas. And all of a sudden, like I'm the only, uh, my property is the only property in town that's like thriving and surviving. And so then I can I can go and I can say, hey, you want to come here? Come here. Or, and I can go out to the people whose you know, grid is totally broken and I can start to project power. You can imagine that. I don't have plans to do this, but you can imagine, in other words, small scale, Social and political experiments, if they are, if they if they have better engineering than the mainstream institutions, which probably is not that hard, frankly, given how bad mainstream institutions Mm -hmm. are, you can imagine that starting to grow out and developing its own, uh, projecting its own power over the failed state that America might become. So, if America increasingly becomes a failed state, then I do think you'll see little mini city states bubble up from the internet, go physical, then grow their physical base and possibly uh, possibly encroach on the sovereignty of the U S until maybe we get a situation where there's the United States just breaks up into a large number of city States, which would be basically the patch, the, the kind of patchwork concept. And I think there's a lot of good there. I think that would be actually possibly a very good thing. What else we got? Anything else?
2: No super chats. We have plenty of comments and
0: questions. Well, we've been going for an hour and fifty minutes, so that yeah, might be a good place to good. wrap it up. Yeah. If anyone wants to squeeze in a super chat and pay for Ben's chicken tenders, then uh, I don't you're need more. Than welcome I'm to. a
2: pescatarian. Are you? Yeah,
0: oh, I just yeah. started this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, if anyone wants to squeeze a question in, we can we can get that. A can of un- sardines unhapp- would be nice, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you want to buy, very cheap. If yeah, if you want to buy Ben some sardines, you and can throw in a super on super chat.
2: Sardines but and coffee, black coffee.
0: Otherwise, so this was fun. I think I enjoyed the reaction the reaction video game. It was pretty fun. I think we had some good laughs. Um, yeah. I don't know if you fun. want to scroll down and see if yeah, you're missing anything. Yeah, let's do it. But uh, um, are you down at the at the bottom? I'm at the bottom, yeah. Cool. Oh, they said I missed the super chat on C.S. Lewis. Um, Wow. Sorry, guys. That's all right. I you don't really find
2: dropped it. the ball on
0: this. Get it. Wow.
2: sorry all right. Um, oh, yeah. There we boom. go. Two
0: dollars. All right. What do uh, we Cyprian got?
2: Cyprian Lightwood. Again, thank you, Cyprian. I hope I'm pronouncing that
0: C.S. Lewis, right. that hideous strength. Elon is bad guy. Hmm. Um, all right. You write like a caveman, but me happy to answer a question. <laughs> if you put question mark, wow. I don't, I guess you just want me to comment on those things. CS Lewis. I've read the first book of the space trilogy because Curtis Yarvin recommended it to me. He said, Justin, you're like a character in this book. You should read this book. So I read the first volume of it. But my, I have a dead heart, and fiction does not resonate with me anymore. All I care about is nonfiction, science, and facts, and how the how the world works. I know it's sad. Really, it is sad. I when I when I read fiction, it's like a part of my soul has died. I don't oh, know really? what's wrong with what's me. What's your yeah. favorite book, like fiction book? That you I read haven't me. read. Honestly, that was the only fiction book I've read in the past several years. What was your favorite, like when, I, like that? growing up before that? Yeah. Well, when I was an undergrad, I read a lot of fiction. Like for school or like for pleasure? Honestly, it was never for pleasure. It was for social status and clout. Like, well, I mean, you know, educated people read a lot of big books. And so I always did that when I was younger uh, because I wanted to have a, because I I now have a massive mm -hmm. library of the books I've read and I can claim to be an erudite person. Mm -hmm. But when it came to literature and fiction, I never, I never really enjoyed it. Um, There were some books. I mean, I liked, I read, I read a lot of Charles Dickens. I read a lot of Victorian novels nice. and I liked I I really liked Dickens. I yeah, I thought great. I thought his his sense of life was was very beautiful. Do you have a favorite Dickens book? Our mutual friend. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I also like Dostoevsky. Oh, that's I my really favorite. liked him yeah. when I was when I was younger. Oh, yeah. And but, you're not orthodox. No. Wow, that's what turned yeah. me, man. Reading Dostoevsky. But yeah, I don't read fiction anymore. It's a yeah. shame. I really want to fix that. My wife reads a lot of novels and I feel like I have a cold dead heart. So it's something I would like to fix, but I just have to, have to, I have to get around to it. Just, yeah, that's
2: fair.
1: Yeah,
0: that's I've always question. prioritized nonfiction, yeah. so you can't win them all. Yeah, what are your what are
2: your recommendations? Like your hot picks for the? Well, now I am thinking about
0: the fiction that I do like. Yeah. Um, I I really liked. I read a lot of Henry Miller books. You ever read him? No, I have. You'd probably like him. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because oh. you're kind of like you have a kind of dark. Well. You're kind of into, you're kind of sensual, Ben. Oh, is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, Yeah. no,
2: all the way, all the way.
0: Yeah, Henry Miller's pretty sensual. Awesome. He's kind of a pervert.
2: Awesome. Yeah. In a way, I feel like
0: you're. I don't know much about your sexual life, Ben, and I don't really want to. But I feel like you're kind of a pervert. Yeah,
2: Yeah. kind of. I mean,
0: I feel like you're a goth emo romantic pervert type guy. Yes, that's. So I feel like you might like. He's not Henry Miller's not goth or emo, but um. He's very vitalistic and I'm a oh, I love I'm vitalistic. a vitalist.
2: That's what I'm trying that's why I like BAP. That's I just go where the life is. Like you yes, said, you go right. like with
0: the John Mouse aerial pink. you just go where the life is. I'm, that's right. I'm a vitalist at yeah. the end of the day. And Henry Miller that's is saying. an absolute vitalist. So I, I read a bunch of his books and really quite liked them. What else? What other fiction have I most What about cyber? You say you like science stuff. You like did you like that
2: meshed in with like your storytelling and like like a re- Oh, you, like, you mean like science I've, like science fiction yeah. and stuff?
0: No, no, really. For some reason I never got into that. I only ever read the highbrow fiction. Yeah. Again, just to be impressively erudite. What
2: is it? Give examples of highbrow.
0: Oh, you know, Dostoevsky and Victorian novels and oh, stuff like oh, that. Oh, I think
2: it's science fiction. Sorry. Oh, no, no, I'm saying oh, I just mean science No, science yeah. fiction
0: is like cool. It's actually yeah. probably interesting and fun okay. and fun to read. I only read the stuff that was boring to to, to prove Kurt Vonnegut You have to understand, Ben. <coughs> I've, I I ha- I have always had and still have an extraordinary chip on my shoulder. Cause i come like from a working class family yeah. and most of my drive to be a professor and all, you know, to be an intellectual, it was mostly a, a lot of it anyway, mm. is just to own, to own the haters, to own the bourgeoisie. So it's all more, signaling to, to be, no, no, not signaling. No. It's, it's hard earned mm. dominance. Like oh, okay. the real, sure, like yeah. when I was a, when I was a lot of like the fiction books, cause nonfiction is what makes me actually interested. And I love, I love nonfiction, but a lot of the literary books I've read when I was younger, was mostly just like I'm gonna put in the time and effort to read this book, mm-hmm. so I can put it on my bookshelf. So all these bourgeois philistines mm-hmm. are gonna have to, you know, well, why would you have bow any, down before me?
2: Why would you feel the need to read it? Why didn't you just buy it and put it on the bookshelf? Why did you? Because that's Because the st-
0: then it's not true. Then it's okay. just signaling bullshit. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying. So
2: you went the extra step. You yeah. actually had hell yeah. Yeah, you, you want the, you yeah. you
0: want that you want that hard earned superiority that's over right over it. your bourgeois philistine enemies. Yeah,
2: yeah, That's great. And what what stoked the fire you. what was why do you have that chip on your shoulder is it
0: is it your upbringing or what is it mostly stupid grade school teachers mm-hmm. who didn't respect me okay basically yeah because i came from a poor family so you know and i was a punk kid you know mm-hmm. I was a, i've always been like pretty rebellious and uh mm-hmm. you know my third grade teacher who thought i was stupid Wow, he actually said you're stupid. she. She said you were she stupid. was a cruel, cruel woman. Wow. And do you yeah. remember her name? Do you want to absolutely. call her? Out? Do you want to call us I, I absolutely out remember stream? her name. I think about her all the time, this but I'm not go. gonna, no, no, I'm not going to call her. Oh, because okay. she's probably dead by now. And I'm not going to, oh. I'm not going to, you know, disgrace the dead. And oh. also, you know, she's not worthy of my podcast. Yeah, I don't want to right. give right. her yeah. the benefit yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, don't give her the clout. She doesn't deserve it. No, but listen, seriously, people out there, especially younger, younger men out there. Do not underestimate the value of a good grudge. You know, yeah, you should oh, have sure, yeah. you should have a few enemies in your life who you're never gonna let them go. You're never gonna you're never gonna really forget. And you should feel driven and inspired by proving wrong. The people who earlier in your life told you that you couldn't do it or they thought you were stupid or they dismissed you or they were condescending towards you or they had they held you in contempt, or maybe they snubbed you. Everyone, I think, especially men, especially ambitious men. Or even just, yeah, self respecting men who want to accomplish anything, even if it's relatively simple. You should always have at least one or two people in your mind who snubbed you somewhere along the way. And you just, you know, you wake up in the morning, and you just think, I'm gonna prove these people wrong and it's gonna feel good. I think that's important. I, I don't know about other people, but I'm I feel highly highly motivated by that always. Uh maybe it's twisted, maybe it's pathological. No, I, I don't know. It, I think but... it's
2: very natural, honestly. I think yeah, if you didn't have that, you'd either be lying or yeah, you're some type of sociopath, maybe. But anyway, like, so what's what's the inverse of that? And like, what happens when you're on the other side of that ire of someone? What happens when you fill that position for someone? Is it, j- is it all hypothetical? Oh. It's just you're using them as this mental kind of well, like, don't, phantom. to,
0: Don't be that person to okay. someone else. You oh, should never, yeah. ever, cool. yeah. you should never, ever, ever dismiss or discourage anyone from anything as a general rule. There's no reason to ever be anything but encouraging. Or in the worst case, if you encounter someone or something that you really don't like and you don't want to support or encourage, then you keep your mouth shut and you turn away and you walk away. You just do nothing or you say nothing. Mm -hmm. There's never, ever any reason whatsoever to actively try to belittle someone or take them down a notch or decrease someone's drives to do something. Now, it's a different case if you have a friend or a loved one who's about to do something really stupid. So that's a different thing. What I'm saying is when you encounter someone who has a goal or some idea, something they believe in, something that they want to do, assuming it's not like some actually evil or violent, like self-destruct, directly destructive thing. one It's one of the worst sins in the world is to encounter someone who has some idea or project that they're working on and to say or do anything that discourages them even if you dislike it, like aesthetically or something, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... What about morally? Um, well, it, yeah, it depends if it's, you know, if, like, Ben, if you came to me and you were like, mm-hmm. you know, Justin, I think I'm gonna go uh, kill a man mm-hmm. on the on the street, I'd probably be like, you know, I'd, I would want to talk to you about why that's not a good idea and why I think you should not do, why you, why you might want not want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm talking about is, if you came to me and you were like, Justin, I believe I can be The greatest fighter pilot in the world. My instinct would be like, okay, internally, I'm skeptical, Ben. Mm -hmm. Like what I'm thinking on the inside is Ben, you're probably not gonna have a good shot at being a fighter pilot. But if I said something to you like, Ben, dude, don't try to do that. Like you don't have any chance. That's evil. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a, that's a truly sinful evil. Kind of attitude, which I'll, actually a lot of people are guilty of. So if you come to me, really, and,
2: but that's not giving them like some kind of false hope that's going to like damage them in the
0: end, like going for this thing that they'll never, you know. Attain. I'm not saying I'm not saying to actively uh, encourage illusions. Yeah. But if you came to me and you were like Ben, I w-, You came to me, Ben, and you were like Justin. I want to be the greatest fighter pilot in the world, mm-hmm. and I believe I can do it. Then I would be like, okay, that's awesome, dude. How are you going to do it? Let's let's talk about it. Let's plan it out. Let's figure it out, right? And then I would like try to you know, if it, if it, if it turns out to not be likely, I would let that emerge itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't like candy code it or like necessarily, um, encourage you to have illusions. Mm-hmm. But I'll, what I'm getting at is that there are like grade school teachers and people like that who put kids in boxes and they're like, you're never going to be anything oh, or sure, like whatever. Yeah. And, and that's what happened to you. And personally. it's extremely sinful. Yeah. 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 Um, well, no, I mean, I'm not like crying about it, but, um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I, came from like a poor family. So a lot of my teachers when I was young were, um, you know, they treated me like a poor kid, brat, idiot kid. Um, is that
2: because you mentioned something about you growing up with like, like richer friends and stuff, were you in a, like a higher socioeconomic?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I grew up, I whatever, grew up yeah. around like rich kids, yeah. um, which made it a little bit more accentuated, I guess. Um, probably another reason why I have such a chip on my shoulder. All right, I think we we don't have any more super chats. Yeah, this is sorry. probably no, no. It's cool. That was a that was a cool. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Subscribe to the podcast, Other Life Podcast. You can get you can find it wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Other Life, and yeah, we got some podcasts coming up soon that are not always recorded on the live stream, so you might not have seen it here. And uh, while you're at it, please subscribe to the channel. I would love if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the bell right next to it so you can get notifications whenever we go live we're going to do it. Smash we're going to we're going to do more of these so uh don't miss it. Yeah, smash it if you will. But uh we're trying to grow the channel so hopefully we'll get please we're trying to, trying to get more more subscribers so I can pay Ben yeah. uh, a decent be wage. Nice. So he's trying to he's trying to double the subscriber count yeah. in the next 3 months. Uh it's going to be hard but I think we still have a lot of other things we can try. Yeah, we're and tonight was good. a good tonight was a good example of you know trying different formats, trying different things can actually lead to to better numbers. So uh, we're going to keep experimenting, but thanks for hanging out. everyone. Oh, As always, what do we got? We have another one cute
2: numina uh, for $1.99. Uh, wrong Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard course. win.
0: there might be pot, the possibility of a Kierkegaard course. I'm a huge fan of Kierkegaard. I would love to read him more and really spend some time focusing on him, but it's not in the works. There's no plan for it yet. We'll see, but I appreciate the vote of interest in that. And I'll, I'll take that into account. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out as always, Ben. Thank you for helping. And of uh, course,
2: thank you, Justin. And thank you everyone for the, for the super chats and for tuning in. It was really fun. We'll see you
0: back on here soon. Later, everybody. Good night. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, you should send it to a friend, just email it to them or post it on your social networks, whatever. And to learn more about what we discussed in this podcast or to send me questions to address in future episodes, please just go to otherlife.co and you'll find everything there. There's actually a ton of cool stuff on there, so check it out if you haven't already. Thanks again, folks. I'll see you here next time.